0: Good morning, friends. Uh, It's uh, 4 a.m. again, time of the day for another episode uh, of... uh, It's the third uh, episode in the podcast series about the blockchain. So without wasting much time, uh, let's get uh, on with what I really want to discuss today and why it matters. And uh, I wanted to discuss uh, about privacy coins, why are they important and why it matters. And uh, to start with, I'll just compare the, you know... Uh, I'll just give you a simple example of having a Bitcoin address. So let's say, you know, like look 10 years, 15 years into the future. And let's say everybody from the in the world has moved on to from fiat to crypto payments everywhere. So I do extra work apart from my job. I work for two different organizations. I do websites on the side and stuff. And so I started accepting Bitcoin for my services such as web design maintenance and stuff like that. Now, to accept Bitcoin payments, what I need to do is I have to give my address to someone who wants to pay me, right? However, With that, there's a drawback because Bitcoin is an open network. Anyone who has my address can see all the transactions that I have done on that address, how much Bitcoin I own, how much is the unspent Bitcoin in my wallet from the beginning till the end. You know, there are ways to hide BTC transactions with softwares which are called CoinJoin, but we'll talk about them another day. Normally, most of the transactions that happen on Bitcoin network don't use CoinJoin softwares. Uh, They're just uh, plain transactions, you know. And uh, if you compare it to the banking system, it's like someone knowing all the transactions that are done on my account. And if I post my address on my business page, boom, there the whole world knows, you know what's on my ledger, or, you know, you can call it a bank book, pretty much. Uh, Does it make sense to you guys, you know, because if you think about it, that's what fiat is. Fiat essentially is a privacy currency. If, you know, the only transactions that are recorded are the transactions that you do with your bank or a withdrawal from ATM, you know. So let's say if you took out 10,000 yen from the ATM for fiat, The only transaction record will be at the bank where I took it out or from the ATM machine. and that, how I use that money, not even the bank, nobody will ever know because it's cash, right? So with privacy coins, that thing changes totally. Privacy coin hide the sender, the receiver, and finally the amount transacted. You know, different coins use different kind of protocols to achieve this. uh, And I'm going to go into detail for two of them. Uh, which are very popular right now. One of them is Zcash, and the other one is uh, Monero. So, you know, Zcash uses ZK-SNARK expanded to zero-knowledge, second non-interactive argument of knowledge. Users can choose to hide their addresses using ZK-SNARKs, or they can choose to do transactions normally. On the other hand, Monero uses three protocols to achieve this. You know, the privacy of the sender is maintained by ring signatures. And uh, the second one is the privacy of the recipient is uh, maintained by stealth addresses. And the last one, the privacy of the transaction is maintained by ring CT, which is called, you know, ring confidential transactions. So with the ZK-Snox, how it works is, uh, uh, let's say me and Bilal are, you know, interacting with each other on email and i want to send him a secret message that nobody else can see so i request Bilal for his public key now he has a public key and a private key so when he sends me his public key i use that public key to encrypt the message that i want to send him let's say hey Bilal, that's what i'm sending so when i send the message to Bilal, he should be able to use his private key to decode the message and send me back the message in plain text and then i know that person is Bilal. Now there's a good chance there's an imposter in the middle who can uh, you know uh, guess that message and this is what I sent and send me back the same message Hey Bilal in plain text. So so for me this in Zika Knox this process is repeated multiple times up to 20 times to make sure the person on the other side who's receiving my message can every time decode or decrypt that message. Even if once that person fails to decode the message. Then, you know, I can pretty much guess the person on the other side is not Bilal. With ring signatures, how it works is, let's say I was, uh, you know, sending a check to, I was giving a check for, let's say, $1,000 to somebody. So I signed the check. So when I hand over the check to that person, whoever sees my signature can pretty much verify who I am, right? And, and that is something I don't want because I want privacy. So what happens is I choose four random people, or, you know, I can choose the ring number, I can choose 10 random people. Everybody, you know, signs on my signature, superimposing their signatures on it, which is pretty much looks like garbled characters, right, once you superimpose 10, 12 signatures. And uh, once that is done, that it, those then the, I can send in the check to any person, nobody will be able to verify who I Basically, nobody will be able to guess who the person who cj is and that's pretty much how it works and you know i probably would do a powerpoint or another once i have the board to explain how it works uh, in more details but these are the basics and coming back to this uh, exchange that i was reading through i just started an article on medium and resistance is one of these exchanges which actually uses uh, privacy coins protocols on the back end so nobody can know or see how much everybody else is transacting so uh, uh that is pretty cool and i need to check more details on that uh why is privacy important well we all know that uh, once uh, governments governments are always after they're still trying to find satoshi nakamoto right privacy with crypto is very important because uh, it hides uh, real you uh, so you're more like a you know just a number and now, if, you, if you're getting on to Binance or other exchanges, you have to do you know, KYC and stuff like that. Uh, resistance is, uh, seems like a truly decentralized exchange where you don't have to do that. And uh, this will be needed in the future because government will come after cryptocurrencies big time because they know the bankers will never let it go easily because we're losing that game. Those guys are losing the game and... Uh, Of course, uh, as uh, I read uh, Bala's post earlier, uh, it's pretty sure it's going to happen, disruption big time. And I know everybody still compares their crypto prices with dollars and stuff like that, but it will change. Not very soon, maybe five years, maybe 10 years from now, it's going to change. And that's when privacy coins will really come up big time. And they'll be used uh, widely more, they'll be more widely accepted than open network coins. Uh, So that's about it from me now, Uh, and uh, on my next podcast, uh, let's, uh, you know, discuss uh, more about privacy coins and the technology itself, or maybe I just do a PowerPoint presentation. And uh, cheers, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye.